Welcome into another episode of Mid-Michigan Matters. This podcast is designed to go behind the scenes at what our local nonprofit organizations are doing in our community. And now, here's your host, Chris Spockman. Chris Spockman with you. It is another Mid-Michigan Matters. I've got Bo here from the Special Olympics of Michigan. What's your last name, Bo? I guess Bo even... Parker. Yeah. Bo Parker. All right. Well, we'll write that down to make sure we remember. And you've talked to Sean a bunch in the past about the Polar Plunge. We're going to talk about that some, too. But... Kind of want to start with, you know, dialing it way back. If there is that person in Michigan, which they'd have to do a pretty good job of not watching any news and living underneath a rock if they don't know about the Special Olympics of Michigan or Special Olympics overall. But for people who don't know, kind of describe it to people. How would you describe it? Yeah, uh, so Special Olympics is a multifaceted organization. Uh, Mainly what we do is we provide year-round sports competition Um, to individuals with intellectual disabilities. And we do everything from sports competition to health, wellness, um, really making sure that they feel, um, you know, part in the game, you know, part of the sport and really um, are shining in terms of how sport, it can be so, so much of a unifier in terms of bringing people together that they have that opportunity to do that as well. Um, so Special Olympics really does that and really empowers um, those individuals with intellectual disabilities to compete in sports that they might not otherwise be able to. Yeah, I think about, you know, I do the high school sports. What I see those kids learning out there, it's a shame that, you know, there's not enough of those young kids around here to kind of have that high school aspect. But that's where the Special Olympics really comes in. And yeah. what, what, what age does Special Olympics start for folks out there? Well, we have a young athletes program that really connects and gets um, them with a community with other individuals with intellectual disabilities and syncs up with our Special Olympics movement. Um, really starting at the age of seven, um, they can get introduced into competition. Uh, where they can do a wide range of sports. Um, you know, anything from winter sports that we're gearing up for now to our summer games, um, you know, to basketballs here in the spring. Uh, we, we have we have so many sports that individuals can get involved with. And now, you know, different events coming up for the winter. Let's talk about the winter games. Yeah. So that Jan- starts January 30th. It's up at the Grand Travers Resort. Mm-hmm. Great venue for everybody to kind of come up there. And it's kind of one of those places, if you get snowed in up there for the <laughs> – it's almost kind of like, all right, we're here, you know, right. kind of a thing. Yeah. Uh, we have six different statewide competitions that happen uh, over the course of the year, and they kind of rotate in different locations to highlight different parts of the state. Um, as, as you mentioned, we're heading up to uh, the Grand Travers area next week. We're really excited about it. Uh, in the five sports that we're going to be have um, in terms of highlighting, I mean, yeah. it, it's what, what great... are the what are the five sports up there for the winter oh, stuff? Putting me on the spot. Let me see if yeah, I can yeah. I can get this. Uh, we've got cross country skiing, we've got alpine skiing, we've got uh, snowboarding, snowshoe, and figure skating. And like, I'm glad you threw that because like I said you think about special Olympic events. I always think of the track and field, and yeah, I think yeah, of the yeah. basketball and stuff. But the fact that they're getting opportunities to compete in winter Olympic events with the skiing and the snowboarding and figure skating. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's, that's pretty darn special. I think people would probably be really pleasantly surprised if they went and watched the figure skating too. Is it my- Oh yeah. 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 And it's one of those things too, you mentioned on it, not only our winter games, but our summer games as well. Um, seeing our athletes come out, it's, it's a huge community um, in terms of they get hyped up with, with each other um, and seeing them shine in that way is something that they um, historically haven't been able to. And it is really cool to watch and be a part of and be part of that, you know, elevation of the, of those individuals. Yep. And I'm going to kind of take a little bit of a turn off the freeway here, kind of going to the figure skating thing. Well, you know, I think of, you know, autistic kids who are really good at playing the piano. And this, I imagine it's similar with sports. I imagine you come out there and you see some really incredible athletes, don't you? 
Oh, yes, yes. Um, you know, I'm always amazed, um, really thinking about, you know, brings up memories of summer games where softball throw is one of our events. And just seeing our athletes launch the softball way, way out there, um, it's so impressive. It's so impressive um, and where I think, like, oh, I could do that. And then when you there's a break, there I go it. out there and I cannot do it. It's very clear that I cannot. So um, that's just an example of, like, one of the many events in terms of where athletes shine yep. and, and really, really outperform and yeah. Me for sure. Like, I like to play a little pickup basketball here and there. <laughs> if I went to try and compete at this, I'm sure I'd be getting my butt kicked. And also, if I went and tried to run 100 with some of these guys yeah. at 200, I, I would be getting smoked out there. Yeah. I'm, oh, I'm yeah. pretty darn sure of that. Now, do you have a favorite event? Maybe it's that softball toss that you kind of brought up for the Summer Olympics. Yeah, so I started off as a volunteer um, well, maybe 10 years ago. Um, with the organization, softball throw was the the event that I helped out with at the so that, summer games. That's how it all started for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, um, you is know, is that when you went out and tried it? Was the first? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It really was. It really was. My my family came up, and my mom and dad. Um, we volunteered for for that event, and they still volunteer. Even though I'm a staff member, they they still continue that with the softball throw, um, and it's really cool, really cool to see. But yeah, just just going that first time. And seeing the athletes compete and the warm and welcoming environment that um, Special Olympics is, I mean, it was just really transformative. You know, and I think you kind of brought a whole another aspect on there, families volunteering together. Mm-hmm. You, you, or, you know, maybe there is a group, an organization out there, you want to do something for a team building, you know, mm-hmm. maybe some people not getting together at work. You talk about a great event to do oh, as yeah. a team. Volunteering for the Special Olympics would be a really great really good way to do that yeah in summer games is i mean we use that because it's that's our largest event that's here at central michigan university's campus um we you know we have schools come out to help volunteer because it, it happens during the week some of the some of the events happen during the week and we have schools come out and buses to help and be there and that's a really transformative experience for those you know middle schooler and high schooler experiences um you know it can really make a huge difference so um yeah but, but if there is that, you know, I, I'm going to make the, the joke here, no offense to our local escape rooms, but you want a good team building exercise for you and your work crew. Oh, yeah. Come volunteer a day at the Special Olympics. It'll be a little bit better in an escape room. If you feel sure. good saying yes. that. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm a little bit biased, but I would agree with that in terms of it's a really great opportunity to, um, you know, if you're looking for that spot to get out of the office and build as a team, we welcome you. Yeah, And I think you kind of talked about the welcoming atmosphere, but if somebody was to come out to the Special Olympics, whether it's the Winter Games up in Travers or come to the Summer Games it's here at CMU, what, what would they, you know, what are they going to walk into? What, what's it going to feel? And it's, you know, it's the Olympics, but just kind of scaled back a little bit. It's kind of the, what I think in my mind. Yeah, so um, we one of the things we pride ourselves in is offering at the state level that top-notch experience um, for athletes to participate in. Um, you know, you're walking into a community that um, if it's one of the state, state uh, competitions and events, there's been months that have gone into training. Um, and that that is like the uh, – the big show, you know, yep. essentially, essentially with that. So um, you're walking into athletes and coaches and supporters that are excited to be there. This is the big event. The big thing that you guys got coming up is the Polar Plunge Saturday. Mm-hmm. Our one locally here is Saturday, February 10th at O'Kelly's Wayside Parking Lot. And the yeah. first thing I got to ask you is, have you ever jumped? I have jumped. How many have, times? Just once. Just once. Um, and it was back in 2008, and we were we were jumping into Rose Pond at the time. Oh, snap. So, All right. Yeah, All right. That, was, that was an experience. Um, one of those things, getting ready to jump in, telling yourself, okay, when you get in, 
hold your breath, swim to the ladder, right? And I jumped in, and just my eyes opened. All the air came out of my lungs. It was like panic mode because, you know, you're in some cold water there. Uh, But such a great experience, you know, and to raise money and fundraisers is really important. And I was telling you, I am a big wuss when it comes to this (laughs) stuff. I can... I can better benefit the event by doing a live video. I'll, 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 say, sure, I'll say that sure. without, you know, knocking myself too much. But I've seen Sean jump in. Sean jumping, uh, I don't think he was ever going to do it again after he did it the first <laughs> time. But there are people who do it every single year, oh, yeah. whether it's in memory for a family member or for somebody who's competing in this Special Olympics. And like I said, it's not an easy thing to do. Yeah. For those people that come out and do it every single year, those groups that come out and do it every year, how, how does that make you feel, man? It feels great. Like we're part of the community and that they are looking to us for, and they see the importance of their impact of raising funds for that. So, um, you know, we typically have at every plunge, we have those returners. We have those people that come out, they fundraise for us for every year, and we're so supportive of what the work that they do. Um, and then if you were to ask them, many of them, I think would be like, well, this is me giving back. And this is, and it's just great to hear those stories as well, too. Um, yeah, and, it, and just just to hit on your point too, if you do not want to jump into the water, you still can fundraise and, and raise money for us. Um, we have a um, a limited edition two chicken to plunge t-shirt that you get to wear if you want to just fundraise for us. That's great. We have a, a portion of the people that do that on, a, on an annual basis as well too. So you can still go for the cause hey. even though if you if you don't want to jump into the cold water. And and. You know, jumping in the the cold water is, you know, the the awareness that it raises. It's a big deal. The TV crews come out there. But those people that aren't jumping that are raising money, in the end, they're just as important to you, aren't they? Oh, yeah. It truly takes a village. And that's one of the things that... Um, you know, really the past couple of years, you know, cold water baths have been really in, you know, this is a great way that you can do that. Right. And, and, and see what that might be like just I'm, for a, a brief period of time. Have you seen the uh, video of stone cold, Steve Austin, trying to get into the cold bath? I'm, no. I'm going to have to show it to you. Okay. And it's, I don't think it's anything we could play on the podcast, <laughs> but it, it's, it's pretty funny. And I'll show it to any, that, and actually yeah, anybody out there wants to go watch that. I think nobody's going to argue that they think stone cold's a tough guy. This will tell you what kind of guts it, it takes to kind of do this kind of thing and how much people care about this event in doing something like this, too. And we've also got uh, Joe and Liz. You can go vote my1043.net or buck92.com, which one of our you know youngest on-air people are going to jump in that water because Sean and I, we, we've pulled out the old man card. Yeah. You know, we're, we're not doing it, but one of those guys are going to jump. I think right now Joe's – is he way ahead or way behind, Bo? I haven't checked the numbers on that. Well, so well no, he's got, he's got more votes than Liz. Okay, all but right. I don't know for something like <laughs> this. Like I said, we're trying to wear, raise awareness, and so no, no matter what, it's all good. But I keep telling myself, like, all right, he's he's winning and voting, right? But he's got to jump. So I feel like he's kind of losing too, and, and you know, so it's like I, I don't know who to go vote for. But it's a very humbling experience. Whoever wins that, you know, in terms <laughs> of just jumping in, you know, it, it lasts about you know by the time you jump in, then you're out. You know, really what? on average two minutes maybe. Um, but those two minutes really have a huge impact on our athletes and, and we're able to provide, um, you know, support to our, our statewide competitions and our athletes. The money goes directly to our athletes and that's a big win. And there's 25 locations that do this statewide, just in Michigan. Yeah. You know yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah. So that's, it's crazy. And I know I saw Bill's Custom Fab was sending out like a special <laughs> plunge tank a few weeks ago to like Massachusetts or something like that. But to think that there's, you know, me growing up, you know, always seeing the polar plunge happening, everything like that. I feel like I always kind of thought in the back of my mind of like, well, this is the only one in Michigan. Mm-hmm. There's 25 of them. Yeah, all over the state. 
And we uh, last year revealed um, something we called the Plungester, which is a modified um, trailer that we have that's a mobile um, site that we can we can fill with water and essentially have that. And we do them recently we do something called cool schools where we bring them to high schools and they fundraise and they compete as well too. And we do that later in the spring. So yeah, it's really, it's a whole state initiative in terms of how we approach it. And we, we are always trying to get more people involved with that. And do you know exactly when it started? Like I said, I might. Yeah. Right around to the year 2000 in Michigan was when it started. So we're going 20 plus years in terms of doing this. Gosh. And you know, it's, I'm going to make you put you on the spot here again. We see if we can find that the first person that plunged here in the Mount Pleasant area, the first person that put it on, if that would be possible to kind of tell them, like, did you ever think yeah. that it would become this, you know, right. you know what it is? Because it's, it's pretty darn special. And now, you know, kind of a random fun question here. If you were to compete in the Summer Olympics here, you know, mm-hmm. that's at Mount mm-hmm. Pleasant, what event do you think you'd be good at? Good at or like to do? Hmm. Like, like for me, like basketball is always where I go. But once we get out on the court running around in in shape, quote unquote, I'm going to be in a little bit of trouble out there. Sure, sure. Um, thinking about the summer games, one thing that I have always, always appreciated and liked is um, they do unified bocce, um, where there is an ind- there's individuals with disabilities and without disabilities that compete together as a team. Um, and I always think that that would be cool to compete in. Um, just to really be there. Who knows? Maybe, maybe I will because there, you know, that's something yep. that that we could definitely do. Um, but I, it always, it really kind of embodies the, the the spirit of Special Olympics in terms of competition, yes, but also community. And I think that's an important piece. And so when the first day of summer games is when that happens, and I always look at that as like, oh, this would be really fun to do. But, um, you know, I'm working around doing other stuff during that time. Yeah, you, you, you got a busy schedule. Well, it's going to be one of those one year somebody is going to be like, hey, we need one exactly. more bocce partner. Exactly. You're going to be able to be like, here's my time to shine, baby. Here's my baby. time. This is it. <laughs> and now if somebody wanted to get involved with Special Olympics, find out everything you guys do, how do they go about doing that? Yeah, so if you're looking to volunteer, probably the best place to start is our website. Um, it's somi.org slash volunteer. Pretty straightforward. We have our options of volunteering locally or at one of our larger state games. Um, the other thing I would urge individuals to look at is if the plunge sounds interesting to you, is going to plungemi.org, where it has all of our polar plunge sites, um, the ways you can sign up to, to fundraise and, and be part of a plunge, um, and really, really kind of understand a little bit about more what is going on to those and where the, where the money goes from plunge fundraising to our athletes. And I imagine they're not all on the same day with the, with the plunge no, or no, whatever. No, no. Some of them yeah. maybe are dirty. Because my next thing, my last thing is if there's somebody out there that goes to all of them, <laughs> I don't know if somebody has the time and the money done to that. Do, but if there's that person out there, that that's who we want to talk to next, Bo. Yeah. I'll, I'll make that joke. Logistically, that's a challenge because just to give your your um, viewers a little bit of insight is that we have multiple plunges happening on same days. All right. So, um, you know, across the state, I mean, we, we, we kick off officially this weekend coming up tomorrow. But it'll go through uh, mid to late March. And so all around the state's possible. So um, if someone wants to do it, if someone wants to try to try to get that, I'm, I would love to highlight them and showcase all the, their fundraising efforts. Yeah, and, and this is one of those, you know, if you went around and did them year after year, you could find, you know, individuals to donate at each of these local places. Yeah, so somebody out there that, that's done that, they hear this, reach out to Bo, reach out to me, because yeah. we, we'd love to talk to you, because I think that would be cool to hear somebody's 
different plunge experiences? <laughs> you know, what was it like here at Mount Pleasant compared to, I'm just going to use, maybe it's in Cadillac, for an yeah. example, or, or up in Traverse City, for an example, kind yeah. of a thing. Just shouting out our Mount Pleasant at O'Kelly's and Wayside. They, they, they put on a great event there. Um, so even if you don't want to plunge and just kind of want to see what it's all about, please come out. We would love to see you. There's a there's kind of a party atmosphere at all of these places. I was I was going to say a tailgate type atmosphere. Yeah, yeah you, definitely. You know, definitely. You know, it's that camaraderie t- type yep. feeling that you get. And when I say tailgating, or when you say tailgating and I say party atmosphere, you know, kids are welcome to. Um, it, it's, a, it's a great um, environment where, you know, they can see it and, you know, Maybe, maybe think about jumping in the future. We'd love to have uh, people come out and, you know, one-year visit, next-year plunge, you know. Yeah. And if you're too scared to plunge like me, don't let that stop you from raising money because <laughs> exactly. you can still raise some money and you'll get the too scared to plunge shirt, which yeah. I, I think I might need to get me one of those this <laughs> we'll year. We'll get one laid out for All you. Right. All, right. Yeah. All right. All right, Bo, thanks so much for joining me. Anything to add thanks to this? No, thanks for having me. Yeah. And, you know, um, if again, just to reiterate, plungemi.org if you're interested in joining us for the plunge season. All right, thanks so much for joining me, Bo. Thanks for everything you guys do at Special Olympics, man. It's so important. Yeah, we'll see you at summer. Thank you for listening to this episode of Mid-Michigan Matters. While you're here, feel free to browse earlier episodes or other podcast programs on our platform. Listen to what you will and spread the word. Thanks again for listening.